Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, baby, that brown liquor make my heart go quicker. Welcome to the Leisure Class. I'm your host, Jack Song. A podcast dedicated to turning you on to the good stuff. A gathering place for the many kindred spirits I am grateful to call friends. Musicians, writers, artists, chefs, cocktail wizards, and wine geeks. All members of the leisure class. Welcome to a very, very special episode of the Leisure Class Podcast. Tonight, we are doing an extended Shake It Up. I'm your host, Jack Sonny, and that is my co-host over there behind the bar, Mr. Brad Johnson, our cocktail wizard. Brad, how you doing tonight, man? Jack, I am doing fabulous, man. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm actually pretty good, man. I'm... Uh, Sipping on a little Spanish rosé at the moment. Oh, nice. You know. Oh, look, man. Wine. Wine. Yeah. Always delightful. Just you know. got back from Napa myself. And, and uh, you know, I, I've got a pretty extensive wine collection, even though, you know, it co- I'm all about the cocktails. I'm also all about. Right. The we got to talk about. We'll do that. You know, I just got back from Brazil and, you mm. know. Oh, yeah. Enjoyed some some really nice Argentinian and Ch- Chilean wines. Right, Not that Brazil course. doesn't have stuff, but it was it was good. Um, what are you sipping on while we're here you talking? Know, I, I'm sipping on a cocktail that is called Tijuana Brass, and this is this is a mez, uh, sorry an añejo based um, añejo tequila based cocktail. Okay, that is similar to an old fashioned. Um, one of the twists that it has is that there is coconut water ice cube a big you know a nice big sphere right and um as as you sip and as this melts down that like that those coconut flavors infuse with the cinnamon demerara syrup and the uh the aromatic bitters and the orange oil and just and make a very very delightful experience and that's co- called the tijuana brass that cocktail comes from our guest that we're going to be talking to in a few minutes, the founders of Shaker, Shaker and, and Spoon, Spoon, which is a fabulous cocktail subscription box. Did I say that correctly? Subscription subscription, box. yeah, <laughs> subscription, yeah, not a prescription box. No, That's yeah. something totally different. <laughs> but before we jump into that interview and talking to them, I, you know, I want to say that. You know, we we get emails, we get questions from our from our listeners, and one of the um, emails that I got this this week came from uh, a gentleman, Eric Spitzer, who, oh, yes. uh, yeah. who is mm-hmm. in Southern California, and Eric, you know, asked the question for us: What do we think about pre-made cocktail mixes? And you know, you are someone who is so deeply involved in all of the little sort of tweaks and chemistry yep. of building a cocktail. Um, I think that's a question for you. I'm the lazy part of, of, of the duo in terms of <laughs> trying to take the easy way out. As we've talked about, it's like, you want to squeeze fresh limes, and I'm like, I'm just going to get the Santa Cruz yeah, you're lime like, juice. No, not squeezing the limes. Forget <laughs> exactly. it. Yeah, you're on your own with that. So, so the idea of that is really, you know, something that's that's kind of shown up on on the cocktail scene, I would say, in the last maybe four or five years yeah. um, of being able to buy a pre-made 
cocktail mixer that you just add your booze to and you got an old fashioned or you've got whatever cocktail. What are your thoughts on that? What's, what's your been your experience on it? Well, okay. A few different things. Like, as you mentioned, for me, I love thinking about flavors and flavor combinations that go into cocktails. So I'm huge into making my own syrups, my own mixers, my own bitters, right? Uh, the, and those types of things because I'm because I'm dreaming of flavors all the time. <clears throat> now, not everybody's like me, and that's cool. So, if we're talking about pre-made mixers, let's just let's get it right that you know the the sweet and sour and the plastic jug at the yeah, <laughs> at the no, supermarket. No, that's, not <laughs> that's that's not what we're talking about. Exactly. That's, that's that's this is not the sweet and sour. Just add tequila, right. and, and you got yourself a a, a, a margarita. That no. is not the the yeah. subject that that's we a- are talking about. <laughs> I, I would I would steer, <laughs> I would steer our listeners away from things like that because there because there are as you put it. Over the last four years, there there have been so many elevated mixers that are out there on the market. And a lot of them have to do with, you know, an old fashioned mixer. And all you got to do is add, you know, three ounces of of bourbon. And here's here's how you do it. Um, And there are tons of them out there and they're really good and they elevate the cocktail experience. Now. Shaker and spoon takes it, I think, to a ne- the next level. And I, and this is what I really liked is that, you know, if you don't want to think about, you know, the bitters and, and the right. different flavors of syrups and maybe the oils and, and sprays and stuff that you sometimes would perfume a, a glass with, and a lot of people don't, then you can get a subscription box from Shaker and Spoon and it comes with, Three, it looks like, you know, three different really, really creative cocktails from a variety of different mixologists from, you know, great bars that, that they're friends with. And they, right. and they, you know, they lean on, you know, these friends and their own expertise to come up with these really creative cocktails and they're on cards. And then when you get it, you know, there's like a glossary of ingredients and it tells you how to do it and all the things that you're going to need. But it also comes with like, you know, mine, we got the Añejo Let's Go, which I thought was cleverly yep. named. Yep. Um, you know, and this comes with a, a you know, kind of this, this text about, you know, what, why, they, why they came up with the Añejo Let's Go and, and what's in it kind of thing. And, and, and a list of ingredients and a glossary of like barware that you're going to need to do this. So, so the person who wants a elevated bar cocktail experience at home, but doesn't really know how to do, you know, maybe put all this together on their own, but they want something that, you know, right. maybe a, a professional, you know, mixologist or a bartender has put together. This is, I think it's a great way to go. And by the way, the, the box that we got, I thought was delightful. It had, you know, kind of this festive um, print on the outside of it. And then when you open it up, it had, you know, it was like packaged really nice. And it had really, really high end quality ingredients. And the only thing you add is your own booze because obviously, you know, selling and and shipping booze from different States gets, gets pretty, you know, sticky. And so it makes a lot of sense to just put all the ingredients together. But yeah. I, look, I, I thought the experience has been pretty awesome of shaker and spoon, pretty, I, pretty inventive. I would agree. So the, t- the thing that sort of separates that experience from some of, and I don't want to denigrate certainly, you know, so many of the other um, really good, you know, pre-made cocktail mixers, Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Ruby, um, yeah, and I'm blanking on a couple of the other names, but I've used the I've used them as well, you know. Yeah. And it's a very simple, simple thing. You just you know you add a couple of ounces of booze and you have an ounce of an old fashioned mix already made for you. That's a really sort of very easy, simple, wonderful cocktail experience. The thing that that shaker and spoon and what we're going to talk to these folks about 
is this other sort of elevated experience. They're talking about how do you take <laughs> the tattooed, mustachioed, Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn yeah. cocktail dude experience of like all of these really, you know, fine essence, you know, these really amazing little ingredients that make the difference in a great cocktail. How do you get that happening in your home? Right. Right. Without doing, you know, you're a nut, you know, and you're going to make your own bitters and you're going to make your own syrups and you're going to do this. And, and, and you've gotten me into that as well. But the idea that um, most people aren't going to do that. Right. And they don't. Right. And, but to experience a great handcrafted cocktail is is just a wonderful thing and and we talked about this and we'll talk about it as in our conversation with them is it is an, a great way of breaking out of your sort of cocktail rut right sure Oh yeah, yeah. You know, there's yes. I would so agree. We, we we've talked about my you know my brother brother in law and my sister. They like drink <laughs> vodka vodka soda with like right. a squeeze of lemon or whatever, and that's the drink that they drink. And my sister has said, "Oh, you know, you're you and bread. You're always <laughs> like drinking these like cool cocktails. I don't know what to do." And blah blah blah. It's like this is what you need. Yeah, this is a great springboard for, for right. folks like your sister that that who who probably want to break out of the rut. Like they have they have the wherewithal to put ingredients together. Right. You know. Um, they probably would maybe even squeeze a lime or an <laughs> <laughs> maybe not make the bitters, but you know, that they could if they can do that, like you could put together these recipes. And I you know, I think Yeah, they do a great I, job of it. I, I think that there, you know, when you go to a bar and you experience a really well-crafted cocktail from a bartender there that that has that has created this with intention and purpose and 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 delights you, that is that's something that just can't be replaced. I agree. Right. But if you're going to be at home or, or maybe you're, you know, you got some friends over for, you know, you're doing dinner night or something, you know, and you want some cocktails prior to, you know, your dinner um, and, and you don't know where to go with it. This is also a, a great forum for that, right. I think, as well, you know, for, for you know, the, the little home soiree kind of thing. I, I, yeah, I think it's good. But the thing, you know, it's in my mind, you're talking about dinner. We approach food and and cooking, you know, for our friends or our family or whatever with this sort of care and interest and sort of, you know, diving in. We watch all the shows. We get all the recipes. We right. do all these yeah. techniques and all that kind of stuff. And it's a similar, you know, similar experience. You know, the, only way that, the only way that you can have that kind of culinary experience is by investing the time and understanding, you know, how these elements are made and you need some help at times. Yeah. And and I think the cocktail experience at that level, you know, being able to like elevate it to the point where you're using a spritz of orange oil that right. changes everything in the cocktail yeah. is is a wonderful thing and Shaker and Spoon have done that. And we're going to talk to them in a minute. Brad, thank you, brother. As been always. Great talking with you. Cheers <laughs> to you, my brother. <laughs> this is a good cocktail, by the way, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, man. I am. Uh, I enjoyed I'm, it. I'm enjoying it. All right. <laughs> Stick around. When we come back, we will be talking to the founders of Shaker and Spoon and telling you all about how you can experience a great great cocktail in your home. Anna and Mike, welcome to the Leisure Class. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to chat. Yeah, this is great. So exciting. I'd really like to ask you you both how this started. 
Like, what was it that, what was the aha moment for you where you thought, I'm going to leave, you guys are going to leave your really good gigs and go do this, this thing from scratch? Oh, well, I mean, the, uh, <laughs> those are two separate uh, times, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but I mean, I, I would say like Shaker and Spoon was born out of a personal frustration of mine. It's, you know, we're here in Brooklyn, New York, craft cult, cocktail culture is huge and I want to understand it better. So yeah, I, uh, you've been to Williamsburg, you know, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I go, absolutely. And, you know, like everything, everything that is still to this day going on in the East Village, but it has been over the last, you know, 15 years. And there's so many just legendary bars throughout, throughout the city, throughout Brooklyn. It's, yeah, it's, it, it, you know, it's, we are, we are blessed to be where we are for that, yeah. for that reason, for sure. Um, and, but of course, what I wanted was to understand it myself. So, I, I find some recipes online. I think I, I, I have several books and the path that that really leads me down is buying sort of some esoteric bottles of like things like cream, sherry, apricot, brandy, uh, you know, some esoteric bitters, things like that. Uh, things that I think are interesting, but what I very quickly realized is I don't personally even know what I want in a cocktail um, or how to really, I mean, I know what I want in a cocktail and that I can ask a bartender what I want, but I don't know what it means to read down a list of ingredients and understand what that build is like. And really what it is, is I'm have those same bottles kind of still gathering dust in my liquor cabinet because I use a few ounces of them and realize I don't know what I'm doing. I don't really enjoy this process. <laughs> right. And I kick myself because I they're expensive, you know? You know what I just realized, hey, yes, Mike? When you tell this story... I've almost never heard you mention the class you took at the Brooklyn Brainery where you made your own bitters and, and, and you were oh, like, we wow, I love this DIY aspect to cocktailing. That is true. And I mean, look, the, the, the truth is that it's like, you know, it's quite a long journey in the end and it's hard to figure out how to focus the story. But uh, certainly uh, one of one of uh, one of the things that I personally found really inspirational uh, and I'd love to shout out is I, I took a class at the Brooklyn Brainery, which is a wonderful organization mm-hmm. here in Brooklyn. And they, I think, now do some uh, some virtual classes as well. But at the time, uh, they just they they had a shop set up in Prospect Heights and they did a variety of different classes out of this space. And yeah, before we started this business, Mike and I would just go there and learn things in our free time. We had free time. Cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I took a bitters making class and it was fascinating. It was genuinely fascinating. It was a huge inspiration for uh, kind of why I wanted to kind of get into my own cocktail making and all of that. Um, and uh, the bitters I made were terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, it was, <laughs> truly they were. Well, I never. You, know, you got to start I somewhere, man. Them, and then at a certain point, I dumped. I dumped the rest. Um, but it it was really an interesting and exciting and educational experience, and um, very much inspired. Kind of starting this. I mean, part of it was that we saw uh, Blue Apron and Hello Fresh kind of blow up around that same right. time. Yep. Um, my, I was in the zeitgeist it, it, very much, and and I personally, particularly Blaypen, I really like sort of the concept behind what that product is, which is will teach you to cook by just having you cook, uh, which is my favorite way of learning. And the you know I looked at that. I, we you know we were Blue Apron uh, members for for uh, I think at that time and and uh, for for a while after, and I still really like the service, but I. My, my, my parents, my grandparents taught me how to cook. I, I certainly picked a few things up, but like I knew that what I had no idea how to do was make a drink. And that was like, you know, if, if anything is the aha moment, I guess that's what that would be. Okay. Uh, so and that can I ask you a, 2015? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. A, yeah. I wanted to ask like, so, so who's, who's coming up with the cocktail recipes that are in the, the boxes? Cause I, I have the, Añejo, let's go, which I, I love love the name. And yeah. there's a, a, a variety of different cards that it comes with, with uh, cool recipes on it that I think are inventive and and um, and fun. And so who who came up with that? 
Well, all sorts of people come up with those recipes. You know, we at okay. this point are very uh, well en- ensconced in the hospitality community, and right. we work with all the best award-winning top bartenders, you know, 50 Best Bars, uh, winners of Wine Enthusiasts Bartender of the Year, uh, Cocktails of the Cocktail Spirited Awards, you know, right. everyone yeah. at the top of their game. and. We work with them and enlist them to develop original recipes just for our cocktails. And, uh, you know, we get multiple concepts from each bartender for each box, and then we curate it together in a way that makes sense. But you're, you're getting the top talent. Yeah, and you, you on those cards, you should see the bartenders' names at the very top. Yeah. We really try to showcase yeah. who the recipe creators are. Um, yep. You know, it's, I think it's a big way that we set ourselves apart in terms of what we do. We are, we're working with, the top tier of working bartenders today. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we are really proud of and something we really like to kind of, we like to talk about with our community is these are the bartenders. This is what they're doing. This is how they're thinking about. This is what their process looks like. And we, we, we love our bartenders. That's, that's so cool that you have yeah. kind of this collective that is focused around you know, the craft and, and the things that you're all passionate about, which is, you know, th- that's the essence of the leisure class. Show <laughs> here, is that, you know, is, is getting people of, you know, similar passions together to discuss and celebrate, you know, the, the various different things that you can create and, and enjoy. Absolutely. I wanted to I like your- go ahead. Sorry. Go. I was just going to say that um, we think of them as our alumni, you know, they're, they're kind of in, in the club once we work on a recipe together and we come back to a lot of our alumni to do more and more cocktails. Uh, Southern Teague was joking around with us about whether we had like a five timers jacket for him. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, uh, do you guys personally know uh, Brad Parsons in Brooklyn? Brad, speaking of bitters, I, we, we've worked with, brad i think but we've i don't think I don't we've know, worked brad. with brad he did that bitters book that we have yeah, yeah. oh he's probably I'm thinking of someone else entirely yeah I'm i think so i think he might be a friend of southers but we personally right. do sure. not know him. okay um he i met him here a couple of years ago in oxford uh for his book tour for the uh the um not for the bitters book but uh he did one called uh, the last call where he talked to bartenders mm-hmm. all over the country and asked them for their last you know end of the night drink which was which was oh a fun, I, li- I like that very yeah it was much. a fun concept and uh, we've got I do quite have this bitters book it's fantastic yeah, yeah. Was, you had it at the beginning of your journey yeah, yeah this is last call is sounding so familiar I feel like it it, it crossed my path yeah I'm sure it, if, you know if any of the yeah if you, in, in this world you know death and company you're gonna start rattling off some of the you know some of the books that, that seem to be on everybody's shelf. I wanted to talk about the experience of, of opening the, getting the box and opening the box and just uh, my impressions, uh, Brad's impressions too. Uh, I was really excited, number one, because I'm a tequila freak and glad that we were, you know, we got the chance to dive into the Añejo um, box. And I was really surprised at, well, first of all, I think, I think the graphics and, and the vibe and everything of the box is really groovy. I mean, it's, it's just got a, Fun, fun vibe from from like the outside in, you know, which I think is really Thank yeah, um, yeah. It says party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we yeah. like that. There we go for. Got to get in the mood when you see the package. Yeah, yeah. yeah it took me everything not to like make a cocktail at eleven o'clock in the morning after the postman came. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but I yeah, I, I thought the other thing. Oh, sorry, Jack. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that um, you know trying to get my thoughts around the whole thing was just it was an an education to how you put everything together to have a cocktail experience that was like i said earlier an elevated thing i on one hand i don't know why but you know for the most part any sort of the pre cocktail mixers you know i don't want to you know we can name the names or whatever but you know you get some bitter milk stuff and you you know you just pour that in and that's the cocktail and um you know, Brad is a cocktail wizard, much more de- de- deeper into it than I am. But, you know, when I started to see the little vials of, of spritz and oils and, <laughs> and things like that, which he loves to use, was something that, 
man, this is this is the real deal. We're not we're not just messing around here, which I thought, you know, I mean, I can see the tattooed folks standing in front of me putting this putting this drink together. And uh, the other thing I, that I really liked about it was the three cocktails in here. I, I've had a lot of cocktails in my life and had a lot of tequila cocktails. I, I had not had any of these. It was well, all they are. They are original to our service. <laughs> uh, okay, so that, is that um, maybe I missed that earlier? But are all the cocktails totally original for yes, this? They are okay. So okay, so it's not um, that you know one of the bartenders. This is one of their drinks that they're serving at, at the bar. It's, Sometimes it, it happens in the other direction where they'll create it for the subscription, and then uh-huh. everyone loves it, and they'll put it on the menu. Right, uh, but yeah. no, they're really created for the box. That's fantastic. I mean, it would, people get so. Uh, <laughs> I always have to. I have to giggle about this on one hand because um, the target audience for the podcast that I keep in my mind is my sister, and you know, trying to trying to uh, as I'm talking about musicians and writers and all these things is trying to make sure that I'm thinking about her and that she understands, you know, the little ins and outs of things that I would take for granted. Maybe now. She, her and her husband drink vodka sodas, vodka soda, which is, you know, okay. It's fine. It's refreshing. Yeah. It is a refreshing cocktail. Job done. Who doesn't love a white claw? <laughs> yeah, it's, but, but the funny part is she, she comes to me and I'll make, I'll make her my margaritas when I visit and all that kind of stuff. And, and she's like, oh yeah, I really love these. I, I feel so bored. I'm so boring. I keep drinking the same thing and. I was visiting and we were doing bourbon cocktails and she's like, I really wish I could, you know, get into bourbon. And I look at this box and I think this is just perfect for her. For any, you're right, you're right. You know, I mean, just like I'm going to send some to her because it's just an adventure. It's all there and it's all easy. The directions are on point and I mean, you can tell I'm kind of a little bit more than a little excited about the whole the whole concept because I think it's really it's a great idea, but it's really well done. That's that's what I have to say, Jack. It's kind of like when you get that the the chemistry set or 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 like, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't have a chemistry set. I'll admit it right here. But I had I had like the little bug maker where you had like the little. Like you'd put this gel into worm, like a worm gelatin mold thing, and it would harden, right. and then you have like little bugs or whatever. But it has that whole like kind of science project kind of fun exploration thing mm-hmm. for the curious and who's not curious. And so you open it up, and specifically with the Añejo Let's Go box, you've got a a, a thing of cinnamon demerara syrup and like this bo- spiced mo- mojo syrup and. Uh, and what I thought was super cool and intrigued me the most was the rose syrup. I'm always um, kind of uh, head over heels over, you know, floral notes in cocktails. Me too. Ask Jack. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's interesting. So last night I, I got mine a little bit late because I've been out of town this week and I made the feather billet, which is kind of a, a, a riff on a, on a, um, why am I? Why am I? Paloma. Paloma. Yes, thank you. It's, <laughs> it's, it's trinoral. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a riff on a Paloma, and what's cool about it is like you've got rose syrup. There was a lime that came in with it, and chocolate mole bitters, and of course, like some pink grapefruit soda. So it was like it was a nice riff that's that I thought was kind of friendly for a, a wide audience, you know, and, and interesting enough to where it's like, Oh, we got rose and chocolate mole bitters. And those are interesting for, for folks that haven't tried those things together. And I thought, wow, that this is, this is a thoughtful way to get people to, as Jack put it, elevate their cocktail experience and, and, and nothing that's too like kind of, you know, out there crazy. Um, so that's the, that's the one that I started with tonight. Um, or, or last night rather. And it was, and it was delicious. I enjoyed it. Um, tonight I am working with the, um, <laughs> I'm working with the beat goes on, which is kind of this uh, old fashioned riff with, with Añejo, of course, uh, please don't judge me, but I split the bass and did have Mezcal 
have fun, Yeho. I would never I would judge never you. Judge you. <laughs> <laughs> right on. And uh, and and it's great. It's 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 delicious. And um, again, I think the packaging to you know to concur with what Jack said. The packaging is super fun. It has this this whimsical, curious vibe about it, and uh, and I, I I think it's fantastic. So yeah. bravo to you. I well, could. thank you. Wow, you guys are just like nailing it in terms of understanding the service. I wanted to jump in here and give yeah. a quote that we got from an early subs- subscriber that described the the box as a chemistry set for adults. And then you guys just took it right out of oh. my head. I was like, they don't even need me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. It no, is, you know, got it. It's, it's got all the little, you know, the techniques that are going to be required for what's, you know, what you're mixing up in the box. So you got double straining and shaking and stirring, you know, everybody who, you know, these are all the techniques that you need to know. And it's not hard. It's not folks right. subscribe to shaker and spoon and get yourself a subscription box and, uh, and mix yourself something up and it's going to be fabulous. It, the other thing that I thought was cool is that, you you went with a spirit themed box for each of them instead of going you know a route where it's you you know you could have añejo on for one of the cocktails or rum for the other cocktail or whiskey based spirit for the other cocktail which could be a good way to go but i thought it was clever in the way that you focused it on a spirit for that box and that way you've got the recipes that come with it and you're just focused on that sort of thing because maybe you're you want to cater to somebody who's who just likes whiskey a little bit more like jack was talking about with his sister and she can just participate with all of these whiskey based drinks whereas somebody who wants tequila can kind of explore that a little bit more i yeah. thought that was very a, a very smart way to go about this Though our hope is to then, you know, show Jack's sister that if she likes whiskey, she might also like tequila, exploring it through some great recipes. You know, we have one tagline that's cocktails you never knew you could make. And, you know, we have another one that I think I say in my head and we don't really use, but I'm thinking we're just about to introduce you to your new favorite spirit. Because a lot of people don't know. They're just kind of drinking what they've been drinking. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe they, they had a bad this or a bad that out at the bar or in the past and think, I don't like gin, I don't like whiskey. And part of our service is to help you develop your palate and see what you didn't even know that you like. And we get a lot of feedback from people as they get to trust us that they never skip boxes because they know they're going to get some great cocktails and they want to explore all these spirits and see them in a different light. I mean, you you all know like the history of like how the cocktail was invented. It's you know, was there to mask what is poor quality spirits. Right. right. <laughs> and most people approach cocktails, um, you know, I'm not here to tell anyone they're wrong, but I think from kind of like not the best, not, not the clearest mindset of like, I like to drink bourbon. I like to drink vodka. I like to drink gin or maybe the opposite. I like to drink everything but gin. Right. Um, and the reality is that a cocktail is there to change your flavor and perception of what that spirit really is. And the point of what we try to do with our boxes is to showcase a spirit and showcase how differently that spirit can be used across three, hopefully uh, very different flavor drinks, also very different drinks in terms of technique. And, you know, the the hope is that you're going to go through that and, not necessarily absolutely love everything, but, but really appreciate that journey that you took. Because to me, as someone who loves going to cocktail bars and loves having that experience, like that's what the experience of going to a cocktail bar is about. It's about discovery. It's about finding kind of new flavors that you didn't really understand before. Now Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh my God, that's so interesting. And also sometimes discovering something a little bit about yourself too, which might mean, you know, that's not for me. And there's something right. perfectly fine for that. If, if what we're presenting is something that is interesting and really high quality, then there's an appreciation that you come, you, you get from that, whether it's something that you can't get enough of or something that you're like, I'm good. I don't need another, but right. That's honestly part of the service because what we're really trying to do is less, it's less about giving you 
a bunch of drinks and more about giving you that experience. Right. That that I think is what the real value of the service is. And to piggyback on what Mike is saying, you know, it is the friends we made along the way, but it's also less about giving you what you already know you want and what you already know you like. And I know that in this day and age, there is a lot, there are a lot of products and a lot of e-commerce that is customized in that way. But this is actually about introducing you to things that you don't know yet that you like. Right. Yeah. Because you haven't had the experience yet. Yeah. I think that's great. I think, I think, yeah, I think that was kind of my favorite part of of the box experience itself. Again, was kind of discovering the you know kind of the thoughtful and inventive bitters and syrups and and recipes that you put in there and thinking like you know I I do cocktails all the time and I and I'm constantly thinking of flavors, but these are a variety of flavors that you know I hadn't thought about, but they yeah. go great together and that's cool. Even like for for somebody who's who's a I'm not a professional, but I do this quite a lot. Um, probably more than I should. <laughs> it was, it was cool and experiential for me, let alone, you know, somebody who's maybe kind of, you know, getting their, their foot in the door to the the cocktail experience. I think it, I think there's something for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And, and hopefully like you see that on, and, and it sounds like you've gone through two out of the three, which is great. And if once you go through the full box, hopefully you'll kind of see that journey where you, and you don't certainly don't have to follow, you know, how, how we lay it out, but you start with that riff on Apaloma, which I think everyone is going to love because it's really refreshing. It's really easy and it's really simple. And then you go to the beat goes on, which is also going to be a little bit of a crowd pleaser. Uh, it's, it's an old fashioned rip. It's really easy, but a totally different technique, totally different flavor profile, uh, if, if you want, feel free to try the hot version, which is on the card as well. Um, and then you move into something that is, I think, also going to be a favorite for everybody, but a really different technique. Um, I'm, I'm curious to hear from you uh, if you're going to start doing uh, coconut ice cubes after this. Uh, <laughs> so, many, so, many, so many in our community are like, I'm hooked. I'm doing yeah. coconut ice cubes for well, everything now. So that's, yeah, that's a cocktail that I went with because two things. Is that what you're drinking now? Yeah, that's what I'm drinking now. So the the thing, uh, one, it was because it it had the most alcohol in it. It was like two and a half ounces. (laughs) So I'm like, Brad knows. I see how you choose your drink. Brad Brad knows me well enough that it's like one and a half ounces. What? I don't even know what that is. Uh, We're we're going to bring that up a couple of notches. But uh, what I did with the, um, because I don't have, I don't have any large uh, cube trays here yet um but what i did was a friend of mine had shown me this sort of tilted glass um thing That's so perfect. i used the coconut water and did the uh frozen frozen thing and then did the cocktail and so it's really tasty I, I really like it and and you know in a million years i may not have tried this if i saw it on a bar menu you know i, I may have looked at it and because i've had this conversation with some other one of my drinking buddies is like a friend of mine uh turned me on to a chinar cocktail that was chinar um, 100 with uh grapefruit juice and salt really simple mm. unbelievable cocktail and i was like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> there's no way <laughs> and it was fantastic it's a fantastic very simple simple cocktail really liked it but again if i had seen it on a cocktail menu I would have mm-hmm. I would have just passed it by, and I think that's another thing that happens that makes this so much fun is I got to try it. It's here, you know, and you can't always. Although I have done it, drink your way down the drink <laughs> the cocktail menu at any one of the bars. But Even though it's so fun, it can be absolutely. <laughs> I try, but you guys, you guys can probably stumble home. Like I, I gotta. <laughs> I got a little bit of a drive, so I have to be careful. Um, so yeah, let's we, all, we all have advantages and disadvantages. <laughs> well, I, I, I love what you're saying because that is also feedback that we have gotten from the community, which is that trying Shaker and Spoon and learning more about flavors and learning to kind of accept the unexpected really has empowered them and made them braver to order 
kind of weird looking cocktails out at a menu or even just read the menu in a way where they actually understand and can imagine what the flavor profiles might be like. Right. So I think it is like a journey of cocktail empowerment in a way. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. It's true. Yeah. And it's, you know, uh, again, the educational piece of it uh, where there are different techniques for the cocktails that you you've got in here. It, it really is fun. And I keep thinking, and my sister and brother-in-law, and, you know, they're going to have their friends over, and they'll have a cocktail party, you know, and it'll be much better than their vodka soda. We, we are there for you to impress your guests. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I like wait. it. What, I love it. What's your sister's name? Joni. Joni. Well, yeah. Joni, we are very excited for you to have your first shaker and spoon cocktail. <laughs> we'll make that happen. Have to reach out and let us know how it goes. <laughs> for sure. Um, you did mention earlier that, okay, so all these syrups, uh, everything that comes in the box, I mean, obviously, except for, you know, like Fever Tree or something like that, you guys are making. So we, uh, what what I really like to say is we try to be the absolute truest translation of what you're going to get at those high-end craft cocktail bars to your home. And that means certain things we are making and certain things we are sourcing from producers. So mm-hmm. certainly the fever tree, um, I believe in the box you have in front of you, you also have some, uh, some mole bitters from a company called Woodster. Um, yeah. And yeah, those- you, you can see the, their little dog logo on the <laughs> yeah, 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 I saw that. So yep. A lot, yeah. a lot of these bitters we're sourcing from the bitters companies that the bartenders would be working with. And we just, put them in those cute little vials and we make those cute little stickers for them so that you can see what the bitters are and, you know, get large. There yeah, you there you go. And experiment with them further. If you'd like, we do sell in our one-time store, larger sizes of all the bitters. So, you know, if you enjoyed your sample, you can oh, get cool. a, get a larger you bottle. Can, you yeah, guys have a brick, that, you've got a brick and mortar. Oh no, it's just part of the website. It's oh, called the oh, make store. Got it. So you okay. can head there to, you know, order ingredients to make more cocktails. But of course there is a lot that we produce ourselves. Uh, the syrups, Mike likes to call them our special sauce. And we get the initial recipe from the bartender and we work with them sometimes to make it appropriate for manufacturing. But it is essentially like the kind of bespoke syrup that would be made for you behind the bar you know, back in the kitchen at Death & Co., for example. It, right. It's, right. We're translating that to a consumer experience. And those little sprayers, we do our custom blends of aromatic oils. And we also produce custom sugar and salt blends for different cocktails as needed. We did We did make that uh, aromatique uh, bitters medley that is, I think, also in your box is for, for the drink you're having yeah. right now, Jack. Yeah. Oh, and that is, I think, a blend of maybe four different, uh, four different bitters. Yeah. We, I believe we blend, um, blended it to the bartender specifications. Yeah. I took a taste of it. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Wow. And it works yeah. really well in the, in the, in the cocktail for sure. Um, we yeah. have, um, I think probably by the time this goes live, this will be public knowledge, but we have a vodka box, uh, that will be, uh, shipping in June that we'll be releasing on the website tomorrow, May 4th. And there's a fun little blend in there called Southern's Everything Seasoning. And it, it kind of reminds you of what you would get on an everything bagel. And it's going to be the rim for a Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh, cool. Nice. For, cool. Uh, okay. For a brunch box. I like it. Awesome. That's a good one. I do yeah, have so, yes, that's right. So we're we're cooking up all kinds of things in our in our little cocktail factory. But, but everything, yeah, we, we're making a lot of our things. We have a uh, we have a proprietary small batch method in which we make everything. So it really is as as close as you can get to what it to exactly how it's being done at these cocktail bars. And we're either sourcing really high quality premium ingredients exactly the way they would, or making a lot of the stuff ourselves again exactly the way they would. Fantastic. So if you're someone who used to live in the city and have kind of next door access to those craft cocktail bars, but then you move out somewhere more rural, for example. I mean, we have customers kind of as far away as rural Alaska, and this is kind of their access to that craft cocktail experience and craft cocktail culture that you would be able to get in a larger city. That's great. Yeah, I was thinking of fantastic, uh, obviously, but you'd be amazed here. The craft cocktail scene is really pretty amazing. And it's probably has to do with the fact that it's um, a university town. So there's, Mm. you know, a lot of, a lot of activity, a lot of high-end restaurants here. Um, but the cocktails that are being made here are really, really fun. And some really inventive, Brad's met, some, uh, met a couple of guys. But being able to have that, and 
because you can't always just walk out your door and, you know, travel six blocks down to the grooviest, you know, bar in town. Um, I do want to go back just we were talking, you were talking about all the um, things that you were making. And I have to ask about sustainability and recycle, recyclable stuff. Um, there's an awful lot of little bottles and, and, and things that come in the box. Um, is it your sort of take on it that, that the subscriber is going to deal with the recycling aspects of it or, you know, take care of the bottles and, and all that. And well, nope. if you were to take the box apart and flatten it, you'll see a little secret message from us that says, thank you for recycling. Okay. Because the box is recyclable. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I was looking and the inks that you use on the, on the box are, are, um, it looks like it's not, I'm losing the, the name of the type of inks. Anyhow, go ahead. Sorry. And uh, the paper shred is compostable, recyclable. We have actually it's seen- made from recycled material. Very okay. cool. Great. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's it's a it's a female owned company that creates those sprinkles, right? It is uh, Springfield. They're great. Um, and hopefully, you've noticed that uh, that there's very little plastic in the box. Yep. We try to use as many natural materials as possible. We don't ship with ice packs. Right. very purposefully so uh as much as possible and you know let, let's all let's all acknowledge you know it's not always possible 100 percent to do this right um to the point where i i i think there's one uh or two pieces of plastic in your box there's a bag i think there's a baggie and i and there's a the top of the spritzer has to always, be plastic yeah i was gonna right. say it's yeah. probably no other I, way I, to, I do to make it. that otherwise sure but everything everything uh that as that is possible. We try to make out of natural materials and we very much encourage, uh, first of all, reuse and then certainly recycle. I was going to say like, these are all reusable too, right? I mean, it's like, you know, once you're done with it, you can whip up your own thing or add, uh, yeah, that, that's exactly what I was going to say is that our emphasis as a brand is less on recycling and more on reusing. And we have seen, we've seen the crinkles reused in a really exciting variety of ways. Like, (laughs) People like give it to their pets, uh, make sensory bins for their children, reuse it for their packaging and for their presents and for their Easter egg baskets and reuse right. it for their classroom. And it's we have a whole thread in the in our uh, insiders Facebook community all about how people reuse the crinkles, which is really fun. Oh, I've great. seen those little vials mm-hmm. reused for animal rescue for you know feeding tiny little baby birds and oh wow them. oh wow that's fantastic that's great that's great to know awesome and and. A, and of course, the bottles themselves, uh, we have a lot of members making their own oil infusions or syrups or any type of little cooking projects or bottling cocktails and gifting them to their friends. I mean, they're really great, high quality Boston rounds, yeah. so you could really reuse them for anything. And we always encourage that. That's great to know. Great. Because one of the things, you know, from different, um, I've, I've been a subscriber for uh, a coffee subscription service called Drink Trade out of Boston for, for a long time. And I find them, they're great. They use, you know, all small farms supporting. They're amazing. And they just recently went through a whole thing where they changed all of their packaging uh, to all recyclable, compostable, and went Mm. from like the subscription is a, is were two one pound bags um, of a, of a, whatever they were sending you that, every two weeks because I drink a lot of coffee um, to uh, a, you know, a two pound bag, which sounds, doesn't sound like a lot really, but when you oh, think no, about that's you know, a lot of packaging, that's a lot of packaging, right? Yeah, so, um, but I, you know, I did, just wanted to mention it because I, I think it's important that, that people realize that you're, you're thinking about that while you're doing this. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, plastic would certainly be lighter and cheaper and have less breakage, but glass is just, nicer and more sustainable yeah more reusable perfect and yeah just try to you know trying to do our part to put less plastic into the world we're not perfect we you know we but we try awesome well i'll give you guys the last word today um i've really enjoyed talking to y'all i think the product and the subscription is awesome i think it's a fantastic way you know brad really is brad and i are you know the shake it up segment for the podcast has always been about trying to turn people on to enjoying great cocktails 
And whether it's our recipes or the things that he's found, things that we've found, I really believe that this is a just a fantastic way for people to experience an elevated, badass bar, you know, experience. So congratulations, you guys. Totally, yeah. But, Cheers but, to like that. Like I said, y'all got y'all got the last word. You can tell tell our listeners what's on your mind today. All right. Well, I guess I'll start by saying that we really enjoyed the conversation as well. And, you know, thank you for having us on the segment. I'd like to also thank all the listeners for tuning in and getting to know us. And we can't wait to get to know you. So please, if you're interested in going on a great journey of flavors and self-discovery, come subscribe. If you're not ready to subscribe, uh, just and you are on Facebook, come join our Facebook community. It's called Let's Drink to That. So you can just type that in. Let's Drink to That on Facebook and find the Shaker and Spoon community. And you can just kind of get to know our members and join the cocktail chatter. And you can also find us on pretty much every other social platform. And our handle is at Shaker and Spoon. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, we're there. We can't wait to meet you and talk cocktails. Great. Thank you all so much for joining us today. This has been great. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm going to join those groups. Oh, wonderful. We can't wait to have you. I just joined. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yes. It's it's a great community and people are just there uplifting each other, sharing cocktail secrets and uh, talking about a lot of fun and having like happy hours and stuff. Yeah, wait, can I have one more last word to tell you guys a story? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to love this story. So this is just a story to show how tight knit the Shakered Spoon community is. And it's that, you know, we all had to hunker down during the pandemic. But as things started to open up, we had one member who was talking, you know, she was older and she was isolated for her safety during the pandemic. But she got vaccinated and she was ready to get out there. So she planned this road trip on this road trip. She went through half the country. It was a shaker and spoon road trip at every stop. She was hosted in a spare bedroom or what have you by a different member of our cocktail club that she met through the community, like so many stops, so many cities. Can you believe this hospitality? And Shaker and Spoon was the glue that that bonded it all together. And at most of the stops, they would have little get togethers too at somebody's house or at a bar where all the local members would come and they would all meet in person and be so excited that they were vaccinated and could get together and, you know, share the Shaker and Spoon love and fandom in person we were really touched wow, that the community came together and did this like we fantastic. were like we made a real friendship impact um yeah and that's that's Great. just one example that's of awesome, the fellowship man. that's, that's so had cool. to make you feel good absolutely yeah absolutely does. very much does. yeah and my very last last word is <laughs> i know I, I shouted out where everyone you know could come join the conversation but i also neglected to say that if you do want to Subscribe. Our URL is shakerandspoon.com. <laughs> oh, there it is. There yeah, we go. do sell things. We do. Yeah. We do. Don't hey, forget that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna add one my own last word here because I'm I'm at the end of this cocktail and the coconut water is has been melting and blending into mm-hmm. the cocktail. Fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It's so it? good. I love that. Right? All right. Thank you all so much, Anna, Mike. It's it's been great, Bradley. We'll talk yeah, to you soon, thank you, buddy. everyone. All right, y'all. <laughs> the pleasure was ours. Great. Cheers.